and boom goes the dynamite. It's Monday night, everyone, and you know what that means. Kevin Ely and I are back for a brand new episode of The Boom. Thank you all for joining us here on Fight Game Media. Kevin, how's your week been, buddy? My, mine's been good. I didn't have to move across country this week. I just got to sit in my home and stay in the same place. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm glad to be in a new place, and I really like the town. I like Albuquerque. It's a weird mm-hmm. place. But my God, I feel like I've been hit by a truck. I've moved out of a house completely yep. by myself. Puppet up was a very little help. By the way, Garrett, everyone listening, you're 100% going to hear puppet up. You're going to hear weird sounds. I'm in a hotel room right now. Um, it's just that's it's just going to happen. 100%. Somebody's going to move in the hall and puppet up's going to be on it like uh, <laughs> like like Matt Menard. She's she is going to be on. She's going to give him a taste. <laughs> give him a taste. That's exactly right. Um, I was able to catch up on um, Dynamite and Rampage today. I got them both. Right. And I'd seen most of Dynamite, but I hadn't seen the first match. And I think I kind of missed the last match. Okay. And um, it was a lot. To, there was there is a lot going a lot. on in AEW right now, man. There is. You're a trooper for sticking with it, fulfilling your duties. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am here it. for fight game media and apparently it's now going to be a part of my job because like a half hour before this mike gilbert tipped me off that fightful select is reporting that the reels network who i start work for tomorrow mm-hmm. is their director of social media and digital content are getting more heavily into wrestling content um until recently their biggest sh- the biggest show on the network for years has been the show autopsy and they've mm-hmm. done a few shows they've done Andre the Giant, they've done China, and it's kind of the last days, weeks, months of someone's life, and they dig into what exactly contributed to their death. Could it have been prevented? Did anybody see it coming? That sort of thing. And they're apparently going to do a lot more content coming up, and I'm really excited about that. Yeah, that's awesome news. Broken um, right here. Uh, well, aggregated here. <laughs> aggregated right here, exactly. We are breaking aggregation as we speak. So, the upfronts happened. Yep. And AEW was not heavily featured as uh, as it was rumored they were going to. There yeah. was an image of Red Velvet. And I'm going to yeah. guess they thought that was Jade Cargill. I honestly <laughs> believe that. I, I had that same thought. I wondered if they thought it was Jade Cargill. Yeah. Or maybe they just thought this is a good picture. I mean, like, it is a lovely put, picture. It's a great picture. Yeah. But it's not um, not what I would... Not what I would show next to Anderson Cooper and uh, Steph Curry as like the examples of how think, strong your programming I think is. A lot of us here in the wrestling community have been calling Red Velvet the Steph Curry of AEW for a little while now. So don't speak too soon, Kevin. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, you know, that that's a little underwhelming, but um, it's underwhelming. It's know. disappointing, but it may have just not come together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They. AEW has a lot going on at the moment, as we're going to talk about extensively here. Yeah. Um, the Anthony Bowens injury, I heard them talking about it on TV, but I did not know about it until I heard them talking about it on, I believe, Rampage. What exactly do we know what happened exactly? I, I don't think anything happened. I think it may have been um, maybe he, you know, he's, he's been kind of out a little bit and then maybe just wasn't going to be ready for a while. So they decided to write him out. Okay. Um, 
because what happened was there was a match on elevation. It was, you know, the new uh, ass claimed faction uh, got their big debut love as that. a group. <laughs> I love it. I love the ass claimed. And the only people who wrestled in it were um, Austin. I think it was who's the taller gun. I think Austin. Austin gun. I could be very wrong on that. And Max Caster were the only two of the four that actually wrestled in the match. Okay. And then uh, it was very short. It was basically a squash. And then they tagged in Anthony Bowens. Anthony Bowens came in, just got the pin. They all scissored in the ring, and that was it. <laughs> and then, and then Things they I didn't expect to hear yeah. today from your mouth. And, and then on Dynamite, they showed a quote post match attack, which looked like Anthony Bowens falling over somehow. There was no one around him. A, no one said Who's that assault. guy. There was brutal assault by the Invisible Man. Maybe I don't know. He's still out there. He's one. He is still Royals. out there lurking. He's been with this long term storytelling. He might be but, the reason yeah. that Joey Janela couldn't get his foot all, out after he set it on fire this week. <laughs> I think Joey Janela is the reason for there that. There might have been some invisible man accelerant going on there. <laughs> That's true with some invisible gasoline on the foot. Yeah. So you they know, wrote him out. Yeah. Something I think we should tie in here, which isn't in the notes, is the Brian Danielson foot. Incident, yeah. Shoot or work. To me, I expected if it they like everybody was talking about it like it was a work, uh-huh. and then they didn't show it on TV. And I thought it's not much of a work if you haven't shown it on TV. Right. I think uh, Danielson was just messing around. That's my theory. Okay. I think he okay. probably like okay. his foot slipped, mm. and then he just thought I'm going to. Then he this. thought this will be fun. Yeah. Okay. Because no one seemed concerned. They did put it on YouTube. I think. I hope that or it turns out media that or something. Yeah. Anthony Bowens, Brian Danielson, all of it is Danhausen. It's all Danhausen. The curses <laughs> have just been. That's right. They've been slow. They've been, uh, you know, he's cursing release. them all with the injury that he had that was keeping him out for so That's long. Exactly right. He's spreading it around. Yeah. Okay. Blood Moon Rising registered yeah, by AW this? as a name for a show. Yeah. So Tony. Khan posted a photo. There was a blood moon last week, you know, just like a full moon, kind of an eclipse where it's sort of right. glowing red. And he posted a photo of it and said, like, it'd be a great name for a show or something like that. And then like three days later, they filed a trademark. So no one knows what it's for. Is it just a thing where he's like, I'm just going to register it for now. He had the idea. So he has trademark yeah. lawyers just register it. Yeah. I bet he has a lot of stuff registered that we have not been paying attention to. Yeah. I have a friend who's uh, started out as kind of a dot com entrepreneur, and he still has a habit. If he ever comes up with a dot com, with a with a domain name or something, and he he thinks he just likes it, he goes and checks. And if if he if it's not if it's available, he locks it down. My best friend, who is the person I talk about wrestling with most in the world, mm-hmm. I am fairly certain does not listen to this show. He's an asshole. Still my best friend, <laughs> but um, this man. He, um, you know what? Well, I'll say it. So uh, about a year before the incident mm-hmm. that we're about to discuss, he had an idea for a gym name and he, that he wanted to open in Las Vegas. Okay. And so he bought the U- URL VegasStrong.com. Oh. And then the shooting happened and yeah. hashtag VegasStrong broke out. Oh. And he's like. What am I going to do? 
Yeah. This is worth I can't ever use this. Yeah. But if I sell it, I would look bad. Right. Um still owns VegasStrong.com to this day. Oh man. But Blood Moon Rising, uh, I don't I don't mind it. It immediately launches my brain into Bad Moon Rising. Um yeah. Yeah. I think we know we're getting more shows though. We're getting this reality show, which I think the the upfronts don't bother me when I know they've already asked for a new show from AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even if we just got red vel red Cargill there, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so green, of green velvet, exactly from green velvet. Exactly. Let's go over the power rankings this week. Are there any major changes, Kevin? Not really. I mean, Tony Nese is showing up in the singles, which is you know interesting. That means if uh, I've got to tell they have, you, finally have the hook match. The hook might finally show up. I'm liking how they're using Tony Nese, and I really, really loved the Hook, Danhausen, Tony Nese <laughs> training yeah. promo. I loved that. Right. Yeah, that was right out of the old Mean Gene Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't like blend up some raw eggs and. Oh my god! And yeah. just he's trying to. Oh my god! I'd like to see Danhausen like holding his nose, trying to get raw <laughs> eggs down. Oh I'm very boy. excited about that that match actually because uh, it'll be on the pre-show. It'll be one of the first things we see. I was trying to explain Danhausen to my wife over the weekend. She was not. Oh my god! She was. She was just like you know. I think I'd rather just go in cold. <laughs> <laughs> she just does not want to lose moments of her life. Right. Hearing right. you talk well, about on, it. yeah, we were in a car, we're on our way, we're not doing anything else. And I'm like, well, I need to start educating you. We're a week away. You need to know the story. She's like, no, I think I'm just gonna. I, I, <laughs> I think just I'm wanna, good. Think I'm good. I'm just gonna show up and see what happens. We will see what happens. Okay, so we need to talk about the heat index. Yeah, and you've got your heat index together. I want you to run it down, and then I want to talk okay. about some things that aren't there, and maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe they should. Maybe they shouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Let's start at number five. All right. My number five, I put Maki Ito. Kevin, I've seen a lot of Maki Ito matches. I've sought out Maki Ito matches, uh-huh. even though they're all terrible. This yeah. was the yeah. best Maki Ito match that's ever happened. Wow. This, I swear, this wasn't a bad match. Yeah. First Her five matches seconds were all sketch. bad. Was yeah. that? The first five seconds were pretty sketch. That was one of the worst small packages I've ever seen. That was terrible. That was terrible. The rest was really good. Well, yeah. the rest was fine. Rest was acceptable. I yeah. really enjoyed this match. I think probably a lot of people were disappointed with the Joker, but I was oh, into I was. it. Yeah. And the crowd was into it. That was actually when people were asking, like, what are your picks for the Joker? I think uh, Paul was asking for the Dynamite show. And someone said Maki Ito. And I said, that was that would be my favorite. Okay, choice, but I don't. But I didn't think it was going to actually happen. So I was thrilled when she came out and started singing. I feel like at some point we talked about John Morrison potentially being one of the people, but I don't remember. I don't want to claim that because I, I like. Yeah. it's just somewhere in my memory. I think we like in a throwaway half second said the name, but yeah, I liked not, Maki. He was Kino. not on my short list. What's that? He was not on my short list. I mean, he was no, definitely. He wasn't top three. He definitely wasn't on the short list. But I think we might have mentioned him at some point. Either way, I loved Maki Maki Ito. I really enjoyed it. I did. And I just wanted to say, I wonder if the fact that she knows she got over with fans Mm -hmm. may have gotten her a little rededicated to the craft and improved her work rate a little bit. I'd like to think that's what happened. Yeah. 
I'm glad to see her back. I hope she sticks around a little bit. I kind of wish too. she was the, uh, I know it wouldn't work out with her getting a loss like this, but I, I would have liked to have seen her be the one to get the Jade Cargill match at the pay-per-view. That would have been fun. Oh my God. That would, they would, that would have had to have been a, just a crazy squash until yeah, like still, Jade punches her in the face and she yeah. ducks her head and, and hurts yeah. her or whatever. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Number four. Number four, I have Konosuke Takeshita. I've he been practicing. Awesome. He yeah, was awesome. Dude, he was great. And what Tony I had this Khan, thought while I was watching it. Go ahead. That if the Golden Lovers made a baby, it would be Takeshita. Yes. Yes. You know, I, I got to give it to Tony Khan because I don't know if there's another promotion in the world that right before a major world title match, and this is a major world title match, is going to have with Oh, yeah. Right before it, you bring in a guy that people have seen for literally two weeks and have him really take the champion to the to the brink. Like he oh, yeah. he really gave the champ problems. And I love that Tony Khan had the balls to do that. He's like yeah. I've been complaining a lot about Tony lately, but I love that. I love that too. He was he was fantastic. And and the people were getting into it. And that dude I hope we have too. Him for a he was while. taller than Hangman. Yeah. So Hangman's like six one, so that means he's okay. got to be at least six two, six, six three. three. So yeah, something like that. Yeah, he was great. I mean, in in all the references they were making during the match of him being trained by, uh, um, or, or not being trained by, but him being in the match. You know how the CM Punk is like excited because he was yeah. in the ring with Tenru. like that's so cool one of the weird things i liked cm punk on commentary during this match and one of the things i think we should start doing during the heat index is talking about the whys and uh, is right i liked cm punk's commentary during this match but he had a weird thing going with excalibur where he would declare something and then excalibur would kind of repeat it in his own way and and i Caught it two or three times. It was just strange. It was like yeah. it was just off, and that he had the same things to say that Excalibur yeah. was prepared to say, and Excalibur just got him in anyway. I think Excalibur maybe had some notes, and Punk was cribbing off his notes, or was he that just maybe like, so? Although I think Punk was on the other side with yeah. Tony and Jr. in between. Maybe Punk was just coming up with the stuff off the top of his head. <laughs> Excalibur yeah. was like, "Wait, and I was literally to say that." Yeah, <laughs> it's got to be something like that. Okay, number three. Number three is kind of a tie with number two, but I put MJF at number three this week. I'm surprised just, you didn't put them together as one. I I kind of separated them this week, even though my number one is two people. So I don't okay. know. I, I'm, we're still working out the rules. I yeah. uh, uh, Refinement. Yeah, MJF was just nuclear this week of just people yeah. hating him. And yeah. the way that he played that uh, whole segment of him, like I've got him right where I want him. And then he discovers that it doesn't matter. Like this isn't going to do any good. The guys, you know, and how he just played it where he just cracked and just started screaming. I hate you. I hate you. That was so great. It was so well done. Yeah. So good. Such his character is just so great. He's the, he is the best all around performer in wrestling right now, as far as I'm concerned. If all the rumors are true, and an MJF is ready to go, wants to go. He's hating Tony Khan. Tony Khan's hating him. If ever all the worst things are true, yeah, MJF is the most professional man in the business today. 
Oh, he's yeah. giving it thought. yeah everything he has. He is taking yeah. it to the next level when he yep. is the most underpaid man in the company by I guarantee oh. you a wide margin. I yeah, absolutely. And there, he, yeah, you're is, right. There's no reason to think that when he signed and Evil Uno signed, there's no reason to think he makes more money than Evil Uno. Yeah. Like Evil Uno maybe. was a big guy on the indies. Super Smash mm-hmm. Brothers were a big deal. A bigger deal, I think, than MJF at the time, although I wasn't watching MLW regularly. Mm-hmm. Um he might be getting he might be making the same money as Evil Uno. And that's it's wild. possible. I and I like I would, Evil Uno. Yeah. The thing about MJF is he did sign a little later, so maybe he got built up. I mean, I think he didn't get an AEW contract until he started doing the Cody thing. So maybe he got a little a right. little bit more. But I you know yeah, who knows? But anyway, he, 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 the fact that he yeah. pegged is a big is a big deal for them from the beginning. He, yeah. You're probably right. He is playing like one of those players who knows his contract is coming up soon, and and he's just trying to put just stats on the board every week. I like you that. Know. You're you're exactly yeah. right. He's in a contract year right now, and he yeah. is going to get paid. Um, and so your number two is right here, Wardlow. Yeah, Ward, Wardlow, Wardlow is. is at his best when he's just being cool, when he's just oh, yeah. being a badass yeah. cool, his badass cool self. Yep. He really no is. Sell, like, the grin. Yeah. And the thing is, he was really getting strapped. It mm-hmm. might not be the best strap in the world, but he's really right. getting strapped. Yeah. And he no sold like eight straight, seven straight. Yeah. He didn't even flinch the first time. The yeah. smile was so great. It was yeah. so good. And I'd love when it, yeah. And then just that whole thing was just laid out so well when he hits him with like what four or five in a row yeah. and has to be contained because he's just, you know, melting down and Spears yeah. comes out, gives him one more heavy one. And then the, uh, I think it was the ninth one that he actually like flinched for a second. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then he turns around and gets an MGS's face, you know. And then here's the thing about MGF, back to MGF, he's very patterned. You know, mm-hmm. his feuds are very patterned, his his things are very patterned. But there's nobody who times a kick to the groceries as well as he does. <laughs> I'll say this on the pattern thing, you're right. Yeah. It annoys me, but he is much like Hulk Hogan in that he does his pattern pattern things yeah. so freaking well. Yeah. Like Hulk Hogan used the same moves almost in the same order. For like mm-hmm. twenty years, other than when he was in like New Japan, um, yeah. and uh, and he was the biggest star in the world, and that's kind of where MJF is right now. Not yeah. and not even the matches because he hardly ever wrestles. He's making the right. most right. dollars per minute in the ring. I guarantee you in AEW. Yeah, and um, when he wrestles, he's pretty dang good. Yeah, and uh, he's really good. He's insanely good considering he's never in the ring. Right. Um. One more thing, I want to I want to go back to something I'd said just now about Wardlow's smile. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wardlow, I think you'd say, has a winning smile, as in his yeah. face with just yeah. facial expressions, he gets over huge. Yeah, and the other guy like that in AEW is Swerve Strickland with just a mm-hmm. grin, he can pop the crowd. Yeah, I want to I want to know, is there anybody better than those two? in wrestling today, maybe in WWE, maybe in, in a promotion. I don't watch that much because yeah. I don't know if there is. 
at just, just facial expressions. Just, just naturally popping people yeah. with their facial expressions. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I'm trying. I would have to think about that. Because the thing is, they, they have been able to pop crowds with little mm-hmm. smiles, with things like that. The mm-hmm. way most people pop, like get people to pop for like a catchphrase, like a, a damn or right. a, a, a yes chant, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, Either one way. of the best things they did with Wardlow was make him not speak for almost three years. Yeah. So he, I mean, he learned how to get over just by standing in the background and staring, you know? So now he actually gets to emote a little bit and gets to, you know, he's like, but he's got his personality. He really reminds me of Dave Batista. Yeah. Back when Batista first, you know, like I know they probably patterned it after him, but like it's working. And I was really surprised going back when he first started speaking that he could talk. He's yeah. pretty, he's pretty damn good. He was good. And, and and yet they still haven't like let him do like a promo, you know what I mean? Because yeah. this, this thing's just firing all cylinders, and he still hasn't really said much other than that yeah. very first thing. Yeah. And then they got the great presentation now, where like they cut to the the uh, the giant rolling door as it slides up to reveal him, you know, yes. handcuffs flanked by the six security guards. And then they escort him to the stage where there's two more security guards waiting. I think this is the first week that we didn't get a security guard beatdown on a massive scale. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This is the first week. Yeah. And that's a, that's well, a real he, shame. I missed it. Per- he well, never got out of the he never got out of the cuffs this week. No, he never got out of the cuffs, but I'll say this. We're going to talk about some things in, in, in uh Keith Lee's match later that to me mm-hmm. made up for it. Okay. Like Keith <laughs> Lee did some things against the workhorse yeah. that made up. You don't want to load now, up too much on it. I don't I might have switched your number 1 with your number 2 and mm-hmm. 3 maybe. I'm ready to mm-hmm. hear your case for number okay. one. I put Hangman Page, great. but then I but then I also put CM Punk. I because even though CM Punk didn't wrestle, I think C CM Punk is the reason that Hangman Page is my number one this week. If that yeah. makes sense, I, that makes sense absolutely. Because that match with Takeshita was great, and I've always said Hangman Page is never more over than when he's wrestling in the ring. That's mm-hmm. he he always just gets more popular as the match goes on, more behind him. So this is exactly what he needed. I love the storyline of the match where it was, he was fighting like he was fighting, being obsessed with punk outside the ring. Yeah. And like the whole thing is to show off in front of punk, but then he got more than he bargained for. Yeah. And had to actually like put his head in the match. And, and the times that he got, distracted and 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 to catch the reasons that Takeshita were in the match and that were were because he's awesome but also because uh page would take his eye off the ball right and like stare at punk like the first time he tried the buckshot lariat he went around and glared at punk then he turned around and Takeshita dodged it you know yeah so it was this great storyline and punk sold it punk talking about things, how yeah like I'm, I'm in his head or under his skin or whatever yeah. he said right i really enjoyed that and then when they had the face off when, when at the end, um, yeah. they had Adam Page kind of crack. You saw yeah. a chink yeah. in his confidence there. Yeah. Um, that kind of goes back to the anxious millennial cowboy and that storyline of him having to get that's back right. his confidence to win that title. Yeah, that's right. And Punk talked about that in their match about him being the anxious millennial cowboy and trying to get him to be anxious about the match and 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 make him feel like he was the underdog in the match. I also loved how he called it the punk shot lariat. Yeah. I like that. Uh, a couple of times. Um, 
now he, he yeah when when uh when uh, hangman hit the gts and punk just said i got him right where i want him when he yeah, saw that's him what pulling it was the that's GTS, what it was i loved that that yeah. was so good now uh, this is going to be our cruncher moment of the week so okay <laughs> everyone listening get ready get ready to correct me yeah there's been a change i believe in the in the um in this in the situation here with punk and page mm-hmm. in that a few months back there was a ladder match and and um cm punk i believe got booed vociferously when he went to make a move on adam page in a ladder match mm. am i remembering that correctly i don't know i remember this and i could okay. be wrong but i remember it just like we le- we learned last week with our with our um yeah our with our uh, hook, our hook, hook uh yeah our hook della hook beating up niece yes yeah the, which, the week which before. was real yeah it did happen and i remember asking did this like happen the week before and somehow yeah. like my brain fog infected you um and you couldn't remember it um which i never had a chance of remembering two weeks ago in, in my life <laughs> or not in the last couple of years but i i kind of remember that and so i might be wrong but I remember thinking at that point, wow, CM Punk went to make a move and then, mm-hmm. then Adam Page, it didn't happen, but he was mm-hmm. going to make a move and he got booed for it, get knocking him off this ladder. Um, and, to not, and, and then on Wednesday night, the crowd was behind CM Punk. They were. And yeah. I wonder if it's the cities they've been in because we've had a, this is a couple in a row that have been behind Punk and more than Page. Again, it's not everybody. It's not universal. Yeah, but it's Punk still is a split crowd. Yeah. Like 55, 45 in that cheer off there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Last night, even after that awesome match, like they were cheering Punk. I mean, they were cheering Page. They love Page. Right. But when it came down to the two of them, they picked Punk. Okay. And now, I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go sorry. Ahead. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Go ahead. We're just going to do five <laughs> minutes of telling each other to go ahead. Yeah. Um, do you think the Blackpool, co- are you, do you think the Blackpool combat club should have beat out Maki or Takeshita? Why do you think they didn't make it this week in your rating? Um, I think because Regal, I think they're not there for a reason. I'm not saying I know what that reason yeah. is. I'm just wondering, did the, did the, did the segments this week kind of fall off a little bit? Uh, for me, it fell off, and the reason was William Regal, which I hate to say. Okay, that's so, a real shame. It is a shame because they had so they had the you know the the square off mm-hmm. with uh, Jericho and Regal, and you know Jericho goes off on his thing, trashing everyone, even calling out like Moxley being in rehab, and you know just shooty kind of stuff. And you I know, did, but also. Yeah, I go ahead. popped for Eddie Kingston. Like he said that uh, Eddie Kingston had called um, Brian Danielson, Danielson a, yeah. a, judgmental like a stuck prick. up prick, judgmental prick. Yeah. And Eddie Kingston's like, so what he is. He is. Like that. I and love Danielson that. just kind of shrugged like, okay, I am. Yeah. I did like that. But then last week, William Regal was talking about cutting scars into people's faces with a knife. Yeah. This week he was talking about sticking a toothbrush up his butt. Up his own ass. Yeah. This reminds me of a South Park segment right. involving Cartman. <laughs> yeah. Discussing well, I probably shouldn't go there, but if if y'all if you know, you know. 
Um, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not sure that was as devastating a hit to Chris right. Jericho as it was right. a devastating hit to his own reputation. Yeah. That he has traveled the world sticking yes. toothbrushes up his ass. Yes. Regularly since like 1997. He literally said yeah. hundreds of times. Yeah. Hundreds. And he called and had Daniel done Garcia it just flower. the previous week. To yes. Daniel Garcia. To Daniel Garcia. Yes. And he called him a little flower. I, <laughs> I like that. that. I, liked I did like little that. Flower. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's just, you know, like this thing's supposed to be the sports entertainers versus the badass pro wrestlers. And Kingston's yeah. there. Kingston's the guy who's like, I don't care about this. Moxley's the guy calling out saying we're not doing the stadium stampede. That Danielson's was awesome. the serious wrestler. Yeah. I loved all that. I loved him saying we're not going to do that shit. Yeah, that was another time, another place. I thought they were going to go to war games is where I thought they were going. Blood and guts. But they did too. Just, yeah. They're just going to have a I no wonder rules. if that might still be on the way because it has to be a time where you can do the two rings. Yeah. And they wouldn't, they're not going to do that double or nothing. So no. I wonder if that's something where, you know, we always kind of criticized, or at least I did, um, when they did Stadium Stampede before. Or no, they did stay, They did blood and guts as the build up to Stadium Stampede. Yeah, and it sh- felt like it should have been, been the other Maybe way this around. year they're switching it, and they're going to do the big wild brawl. Yeah, now and uh, in the arena, and then maybe do blood and guts on TV. I want to be clear. I don't dislike Stadium Stampede. I loved the first one. Yeah, I I would like for some reason I, I didn't like the fact they did one team again in mm-hmm. Stadium Stampede. One like same team. Like mm-hmm. I'd like it to be different people in Stadium Stampede to do different things with. Yeah. I don't know. Either way. Yeah. I'm glad Jericho's I'm, I'm not one. immediately back. Right. I uh I I I do like that they're not doing a Stadium Stampede match because I want to see it all in person. Yeah, because they would literally have to like get in a helicopter and fly over to Legion Stadium right down the road. <laughs> they just that fight would, down the strip. Yeah. Well, clearly they would just have to like Pretend they're getting into a helicopter and pre-recorded right. the days leading up to. But I did right, like that, a, I did like Jericho calling out um, when he was trying to point out the differences between them in the past. That he talked about Mox and Santana being in the I versus I match that was good. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, I really liked that. Um, okay, I th- I think I'm right there with you on your top five. There were some small Keith Lee things that I loved, but they don't quite deserve to get him in. Mm-hmm. What did you think? Um, what did you think is that you thought Johnny uh, Johnny Elite was a little off in his match with Samoa Joe? Yeah, he just seemed a little. I, I, my theory was that maybe he didn't get to. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a wrestler. I don't know what they need to do to feel comfortable in a ring. But yeah. Like he just seemed a little unsteady when he was doing things on the ropes on the top rope. I wonder, and I wondered if it was like, not as, you know, not as wound as tight or as, you know, he, he just wife, seemed a little, yeah. His wife put out some tweets basically talking about whatever comes of this match, blah, blah, blah. And she didn't outright say this, but it made me think this was a tryout for him for an AEW oh, okay. contract. Yeah. That was, that was the vibe I got from her tweet. And I wonder if I wonder if the guy was just nervous. I wonder if it was just nerves. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. know. That's a weird thing you see 
on AEW, and I think I saw someone on Twitter talk about that, how it seems like when people come into AEW, they do have a nervous thing, which is weird because he's been yeah. at WrestleMania. I mean, he's done everything you can like, do. Like um, Evan Bourne, um, yeah. Matt Seidel. Like his first, Matt, Matt Seidel's a great wrestler, a phenomenal yeah. wrestler. Mm -hmm. And he comes in, he's falling off the top ropes in his first two matches. It's those square ring posts, I bet. Scare people be. off. The geometry's all wrong. Listen, also as a former concert promoter and I, I came very close to getting into I've like I worked a lot of MMA um fights and was getting gonna get into MMA promotion. Mm -hmm. That the fact that you have a ring, this is jumping back now, but that reminded me. The fact you have a ring where someone could get their foot stuck between the ring and the ramp, that is unacceptable. Yeah. There has got to be a better way to do that. Because if yeah. they can get their foot stuck, somebody eventually will, and they're going to break their leg. Oh, yeah. That could be horrible. Like, imagine if Brian Danielson got a compound fracture right there. Right. They can't right. get his foot out because the bone's stuck under the ring. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Like, yeah. no. Like, you've got to do something about that. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I'm sorry for just jumping to that. I just got angry. No, no. About they it. should. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's it ridiculous. It made me think of when, um, when uh, there was a WWE Raw randomly like, mm -hmm. I don't know, six, seven years ago where they were uh, lowering the cage during a, during like a post-match brawl, they were oh, lowering no. the cage while the people were fighting. And like Seth Rollins was halfway in the ring, halfway out. And the cage had like spikes sticking down that were supposed to go into like little pipes outside the ring, you know, to hold it. Yeah. There. Yeah. And he's literally like barely got out before this like spike. I mean, it just would have gone right through. I him. never heard of that. I never heard that that happened. That is unreal. Yeah. It was crazy. And I think they took the spikes out, you know, it's what, like whatever that hook the hook imagine, on the ring, whatever that ripped up uh, Cash Wheeler's if, arm. Imagine if Seth Rollins had been impaled by spikes from the on live television. Yeah. Oh, my God. That might have got me back into WWE for a little while until they pulled the rug <laughs> back out for, from under me. for a little while. Oh, my God. Yeah, for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Some of the other highlights. Let's see. So, Jeff Hawkins, I, lo I loved him comparing Samoa Joe to Wahoo McDaniel. Yeah. I Whenever yeah, I, I look that. at Samoa Joe, I think his comparison is better. But I, even though he's clearly a family member, I wasn't exposed to that much Wahoo McDaniel as a kid. Like he was on his way out when I was on his, my way in. Whenever I see Samoa Joe, I always think of Dusty Rhodes, and I loved yeah. and I and I, I one of my one of the things that soured me for a long time on WWE was the whole six four two forty, and that everybody had to be everybody kind of had the same. Not so much anymore. They've done a way better job lately last mm. 10 years but there was a period there like early 2000s i don't know 2007 8 9 everybody looked the same everybody had the same haircuts everybody had the same bodies and i missed i missed the dusty Rhodeses. i really yeah. did and i mm. love the samoa joe is here and that keith lee is here mm -hmm. and uh i i'm just all about it yeah yeah joe he's slowed down a lot but he's still he's just all presence now He's yeah. just like this big grizzly bear. He's he's adjusted his style well mm -hmm. for being yeah. a slower guy. That's why the Wahoo McDaniel's so great because it was like Wahoo in his latter stages was like he was the guy. He didn't have to win titles. He didn't have to, yeah, you know, have the match of the year. He was the guy who stood with the hot baby face and was like, you know, it's on now because he's got Wahoo with him. Yeah, exactly. 
let's see. What is one, next? One thing about Joe, I tried to find this tweet that someone uh, suggested. I don't think this is going to happen, but this is the long shot bet as long as we're talking about double or nothing. They did that injury angle with Joe after his match. Yeah. Uh, and they attacked the arm. Right. They attacked the arm. So going into next week, he'll be, um, it'll be him and Kyle, right? Yep. And Kyle just Kyle got Kyle his win just this week with an armbar with an armbar over a guy who had an injury. Right. So theoretically, it, you're looking at you know that would be the storyline. Someone yeah. suggested that uh, Samoa Joe. This could be a way of writing him out mm-hmm. and having a surprise replacement. Mm-hmm. And then this was the wild hair, and I don't think this is true. But uh, they said, what if it was Kenny Omega? returned on dynamite defeating Kyle O'Reilly. And then you have Kenny Omega, uh, Adam Cole at the pay-per-view. That would be awesome. It would be awesome. And a lot of people would lose their mind because they would be doing it on like four days notice, but <laughs> yeah. And then, then of course we would get trios unleashed, which they're using right. trios now in the graphics and all that, which I think they've been doing before, but it really, I really noticed it this week. And um, the first time in a while, they brought up the the, the 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 term trios match, and Jim Ross did not angrily say or six man tag <laughs> or six man right. Yeah, all right. Keith Lee Swerve Strickland versus the Workhorsemen, my my favorite jobbers right now. Yep, I love JD Drake. Anthony Henry is growing on me. Mm. There, okay. There was a there was a deal where um. Keith Lee is outside the ring, outside. I guess he got tagged in and he leapt over the top rope, up and over like a gazelle and came down with all his weight on J.D. Drake. I loved that. I popped for that. Yeah, that was great. And then Anthony Henry, he comes off the top rope and Keith Lee bounces off the ropes and hits him with a shoulder, like a shoulder block, shoulder tackle. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think Anthony Henry like spun like it was <laughs> so great. That was my Wardlow attacking the security yeah. of the week were those two right. things like this was this could have been a complete throwaway. But those two moves popped me so hard. I'm appreciating Anthony Henry a little more now. Yeah. Much as I love and I already love the love the name workhorseman. Yeah, that's so great. I was super into that. That was but fun. Then. We kind of talked about this potentially going to a th- to a three way, and they made mm-hmm. it. And I wish it was a hotter. I wish it was a hotter angle because yeah. I'm really excited for Jungle Boy versus Swerve versus Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. I'm be really ex- what's that? That'll be good. That's going to be so so good. And then the tag team match is going to be great. And it's the one match where I don't care who wins. I really, you could justify yeah, you're right. any one of those three tag teams winning. Any mm-hmm. one. Um, so clearly, uh, clearly this is it for Jurassic Express, just like every other paper. <laughs> That's this right. This is has it. to be they're the one. Done. Yeah. And they're probably going to take it. Yep. But um, it that's that could, this is going to be a great pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. That could, st- I mean, that, that could be a show stealer because right now, I love Swerve. I love Keith Lee. Um, and I think 
I think Ricky Starks and and and, and Hobbs are hotter than them. They are right yeah. now. The, they have had steady momentum. They've been both getting better and better. They, there's been no better time for them to take the titles if they take them. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, so we already kind of talked about the Kyle O'Reilly match. It was a good match. Mm-hmm. Beat Ray Phoenix. Ray had the injury that he capitalized on. We've talked about Regal and the toothbrush. <laughs> um, I like. Okay, so and we've we've kind of got a, a rundown we're looking at with kind of highlights mm-hmm. from the shows. And going back to the comment that Jericho made about sobriety, mm-hmm. I feel like he had to have ran, like he had to have worked that out ahead of time. Oh yeah, with, I would with so. Moxley because that one hits like you could see the fan reactions. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it before. The best promos in AW, the ones that that hit home, like with, mm-hmm. um, you know, throwing out Britt Baker sleeping with Adam Page and they or, right. or Adam Cole, things like that. That was yeah. either way. And they, that was he, one of the highlights. Went, of but that. he went light on it. Like he went really he heavy on Regal, but like, you know, talking about Disco Biscuits. And I think and, uh, he was probably you know, worried he should be he dead by now. Hard on it. Like yeah. the crowd might like that might turn to X-Pac heat. Yeah. He went I mean, too hard the crowd on that. really. I mean, when they showed that crowd, they really were like, hey, man, don't do that. Yeah. You know? Like, <laughs> I, I think the, the AEW crowd is probably a, a little more woke than most yeah. other wrestling crowds. Yeah. I and feel a like protective, it is. I think. Yeah. Exactly. They're really, really protective of their people. I thought he, he didn't. I thought he hit it just right. Just enough mm-hmm. to shock, not enough to go yeah. too far. Yep. Um. Let's see. What's up next? Okay. Britt Baker, Maki Ito. We've talked about it already. Yeah. Did you not think that, like, did you see a difference in Maki Ito or is it just me? No, I think she's better. And I've seen okay. a little bit, just little bits of her the last year or so in Japan and, right. and her doing, like, quote, real matches and not just comedy matches. Right. And uh, I think she's really fun. I, I'm a big fan. I mean, just in I the really... same way that I, that I am. I mean, not to compare her and Danhausen, but, like, yeah. I like people. I like people like that that are like no one else. Yeah, that's the thing. Maki Ito. I don't know. I don't think she's won a match in AW outside of a tag match, and she is as over with me as she's ever been. Yeah. Danhausen can never win a match as well, and he'll still be over with me, even right. though I think he should win a few matches because um, he's not a freaking bad wrestler. Even though yeah. he clearly can barely do a pull up from the, from the looks yeah. of things, <laughs> training with hook, he, he is not in as good a shape as he was last year. So I don't even remember if we talked about it on the on the air beforehand or during the show, but I'm going to reiterate mm-hmm. that was my favorite package in months. the 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 hook the ho- training the, package, yeah. Tony Nice, yeah. and Danhausen. I loved that. Yeah, yeah, Mark Sterling again. Just you talk about underpaid guys. I don't know what he's yeah. making. And he's but somebody I hope he gets paid by the hour because he's putting in the time. He's somebody at the beginning at the beginning of this run of Smart Mark Sterling. I thought, man, yeah, he's not needed, mm-hmm. wasted money. No, he's great. He like that that mistake was mine. And there were so many there's so many things in AEW that they've tried and didn't work right the first time, and they kept they kept trying. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, with the Dark Order at the beginning, they were horrible. They were the worst thing I'd ever yep. seen in my life. And so much, and we saw how that worked out. Now the Serena Deeb promo, yeah, that one was that one is hard for me to wrap my brain around because there were things I loved about it, mm-hmm. and there were things that didn't work. 
Yeah. And then the best part, I thought, uh, outside of whoever is dressing Serena Deeb, and that's maybe Serena Deeb, is mm-hmm. knocking it out of the park yeah. the last three or four weeks. I thought. Yeah. She dresses like a star. Yeah. And she hadn't before. Yeah. Like yeah. there were some issues with her outfits, I thought. That, and and that's a that's a big part of, t- of wrestling on TV because it's TV. Mm-hmm. You need to look the part. And now she looks the part. And there was just at the end when she was leaving, she looked like a star and she was mm-hmm. acting like a star. Mm-hmm. And I loved all the things she said, but they just didn't come across right. Right. For, I don't know what it was. Like it felt it felt like it was almost perfect. Mm-hmm. It, it's like if you're putting together a song Mm-hmm. And the instruments are just off from the audio, right. just a little bit. Yeah. They're so close. On paper, it was great. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sure when they laid it out, they're like, this is really good stuff. And the this Dustin is stuff kick was this. great. Yeah. And I loved, and I think all all people who are kind of like me, who 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 are just embittered towards WWE. Yeah. And I'm perfectly happy to always say I'm embittered towards WWE. Mm-hmm. That's not a secret. Um, loved her talking about getting implants. To please the creepy part, like the old mm-hmm. perverts. Mm-hmm. I think they, I think all of us loved that. Yeah, I did too. And, and I, the fact that one thing yeah. she didn't say is when she got him taken out, she got fired. Oh, Not long there. Right. She should have said that. And you're right. Yeah. And she wasn't getting used until she got him. And when she took him out, she was gone. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And then, but then they wanted to use her as a trainer. Like she could have gone way deeper into all that. Oh yeah. But, she went light as well. Yeah. But I have a couple of theories. I think part of it was it was on really late in the show. Yep. And I think the crowd was just not there for a big storytelling type thing like that. Number two, I don't think, and Jeff said this on the dynamite show. She is not, she does not have the personality or the, um, the skill yet of being able to control 11,000 people. Yeah. You know, of, of commanding their attention. Like she can get their attention when she's in the ring. She totally can. But on the mic, she just doesn't, she just doesn't have the delivery that holds people's attention and they weren't ready for it. So like they had already decided they're just like, okay, well, we know she's going to, he- she's yeah. be healed. She's over as a heel. So let's just crap on her. And they start doing the what chant while she's getting, she's like, you know, talking about being sexually harassed basically at the WWE yeah. and they're chanting what at her. Yeah. Chanting a WWE term right. at her. Right. Um, you know, g- going back to the beginning of that, it's so weird, but I totally see it that she could be one of the best female wrestlers in the world, mm-hmm. but she's still underdeveloped. And I don't mean bad, I mean underdeveloped. Yeah. In her promo ability, because on the indies, you're not cutting a lot of promos, especially on TV. And in WWE, she was all NXT and was not cutting a lot of promos. She's literally right. not had the minutes in the ring cutting yeah. promos. She hasn't had, yeah, been able to do that. And I she, feel like she can get there. She could. I feel I like she she's got too. it in her to be amazing. She, she is like pretty much the exact opposite of Britt Baker. Yeah. In terms of where what her strengths and weaknesses are. Every everywhere she is weak, Britt Baker is strong, and everywhere she's strong, Britt Baker is weak. And, you know, with Brit, it was like she got injured, and but they kept her on TV and she just had to, like, develop this personality and stuff. It's weird because I think Deeb has her personality. Yeah. You know, like she has her character down. She has good delivery. She's, got she's great more look. she's more believable as a heel right now than she was early on in this in this, pro- oh, in yeah. this program. 
She's got yeah. she's really developed a lot just in this individual program. Yeah. I honestly wonder if she had if that had been earlier in the show, if it had done it would have done any better. Um, but you know, that's, that kind of story is the kind of thing that almost needs to be done. Like in a sit down interview with Jim Ross or, yeah, you know, something like that. But also if you're going to do three or four fairly long promos, we had the MJF stuff. Mm -hmm. We had the, uh, the Jericho appreciation society stuff. You want to put the, your smallest star early. Yeah. So that people aren't burnt out and she should have gone before the. Before the other, all these other promos, I think. Yeah, she could have gone on after like the Lee Strickland workhorseman match and before MGF Wardlow. Yeah, and that probably would have been a lot better slot. But okay, yeah. Adam Cole, Jeff Hardy, better match than you expected. That's about what I expected. It was about short. What you expected it, it was, was short because yeah. I think they ran Thank away goodness. over time. That was a blessing. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm that pretty was a done blessing. with the Hardy, so. Yeah, I'm just how, like, I'm over it. How how I know the answer to this question. Yeah. How over the moon are you that we're going to get the Hardys versus the Young Bucks at double or nothing? I'm not expecting that to be very good, but your I'm wife gonna is going to get to see live. Old, watch old, it be her elder. favorite match. <laughs> that would be amazing. She'd be like, "This Jeff Hardy is incredible." Okay, we need your wife to have like a slip of paper on her and a pencil during. <laughs> yeah. She needs to do her top five things. Yeah. From the pay-per-view. Okay. So we can have Kevin's wife's heat index. Right. From double or nothing that needs to happen. Okay. And it doesn't, and I don't need you like helping her yeah. out with names. Right. Or descriptions. Yeah. I want exactly okay. what she perceives. All right. It'll be so much fun. Yeah, we will do that. <laughs> You know, I'm wondering. I'm going to try to talk her into, like, I don't know. I have no idea if there's, like, any capacity doing a recording out there. Well, we need to figure that out. But, yeah, like, <laughs> just love. I don't know. There could be harsh. so much great. It could be a harsh critique. Oh, I'm here for it. I'm a, I, I want to know yeah. what someone who has never seen this before sees. Because right. I know it's very different than what I'm seeing and you're seeing. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, maybe for the pay-per-view. I'm guessing, you know, the, the maybe the Hardys will, you know, they'll be gimmicked up. Their knees will work a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Not, a, you know, I'm just saying, look, osteo biflex, whatever. Maybe they'll go a little heavy on the osteo. Yeah. And uh, things will work a little more smoothly. Fingers crossed. Yeah. I'm just going to um, keep my bar really low. And then yeah. that way anything is going to be a nice surprise. So. Before we talk about Chris Statlander, Red Velvet, what what uh -huh. did you think of their their one on one from Dynamite? Oh Lord, oh, I think that's all we need to say about the that. baddie. The baddie's got it going on. Like they're they're getting their act down. And, yeah, they're uh, great. Stat, right Chris now. Statlander is still borderline it, incompetent. I got to tell you, man, in, in the on the mic. I like Chris Statlander. She's clearly not there yet on the mic. But she is an impressive woman, like physique wise, oh, yeah. height wise. Yeah. And when Jade walked on and walked onto that set, mm -hmm. it was just just blew her out of the water. Like yeah. Jade, like there, there's a reason they put a rocket yeah. up Jade, a rocket on Jade's back. Yeah. Um, my God, and she's living up to it. But uh, yeah, no, dude, the baddies are the best use of Kira Hogan and Red Velvet. 
didn't yeah, see it coming. Good. I was ready mm-hmm. for them both to go. This is great. Yeah. I'm glad they're still here. This is phenomenal. Yeah. We talked about hook we talked about Hookhausen and Nice. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'll say the Sammy segment with the title belt would have been a little better if the entire promo we didn't see his girl Ty Conti with the standing behind him with the sledgehammer. We yeah. knew where this is going. Right. Like, come on, have her come into the picture yeah. at the end. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Also, I had totally forgot he, they'd stolen the belt. I was sitting there wondering. I, my, my mind was spinning when I was watching um the uh, when I was watching Scorpio Sky and the guys in the ring. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why doesn't he have the belt? Did right. he lose the title? Who did he lose the title to? No, right. he didn't lose the title. Like where where's the title? I would totally lost that. And, and when again, they stole that, why didn't he just say, "Hey, go get the other belt out of the trophy case"? Exactly. They've got the backup belt, which right. was safe and sound at American Top Team. Yeah. But that kind of plays into the fact that Rampage has a lot going on every week. Oh like, my god! It is a lot to keep up with everything that happened on Rampage, even when you're intentionally trying to. When you're taking notes. Yeah. I think There's there were nine, either nine or ten segments in one hour of television. Yeah. That's crazy. It's too much. It's way too much. And the and the things are chopped up. Like so like the Statlander match, that effectively was her debut and her new gimmick on yeah. main, you know, mainland OAE debut. Didn't, uh, didn't get the whole entrance. And her new entrance is good. Her new entrance real is really impressive. It should have been like, oh my gosh, this is a new Chris Statlander. It's kind of weird that we've got We've got Dark Chris Statlander. Yeah. We've got ostensibly a dark, um, the first women's champion. Uh, Rio. Rio. We've got Dark Rio, even though she's not acting like Dark Rio. Yeah. We've got a lot of like dark, like women going dark lately. And it's it's interesting. Yeah. At least I think it's a good way because now they announce Statlander as being from wherever she's actually from, mm-hmm. not from the Andromeda Galaxy. Yeah. Which I liked her old look. I, the new look's fine. I just wanted yeah. the Andromeda stuff to go. Yeah. I'm guessing that was the booping true. is gone. Well, they missed a chance in the Red Velvet match. Red Velvet should have booped her on the nose. That would have been great. In the match. That would have been good. Just that give her a little solid. boop on the nose and then Statlander just destroys her. My favorite part of the Britt Baker, Tony storm promo. And I'm not going to break down the promo. If you want to have at it, mm-hmm. I liked Britt just making fun of Tony storm. That looks yeah. so natural and so real and so Brit. Yeah. I really, really liked that. Like the making fun of the whole hard rock thing. She's got mm-hmm. going. I enjoyed yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> when she came out at the end of the Maki Ito match and Baker started mocking her, uh, rock yeah. hands at her. Yeah. It was pretty I funny. Lo- that was awesome. And, and it I, was I barely so, remember this promo. Yeah. I guarantee you that wasn't rehearsed. Like I feel like that no. was just natural brilliance. Yeah. They just happened to have the camera on her at the right time. And which by the way, Tony that, Storm yeah. is living proof that AEW's contracts, unlike mine at Discovery, does not prohibit you from having an OnlyFans. <laughs> I am not a subscriber, yeah. but friends have sent photos. Yeah. Let's see. I was now, I watched Rampage and Dynamite back-to-back today, mm-hmm. so this wasn't a natural thing. I was kind of like, I was watching three hours of wrestling straight, which is always right. too much. Mm-hmm. I was kind of dead by the time we got to Blackpool Combat Club, or as Matt Sidell and Dante Martin. 
Yeah. Like they were not holding my attention and that's not on them. That was on me being just worn out in life in general and then watching three straight hours of wrestling. Yeah. I don't know how you people do it every week with raw. Even if everything <laughs> on raw was awesome. Three yeah. hours is a lot, man. That's too much. That's way too yeah. much. Yeah. This match wouldn't, I mean, it was fine. It, it was wasn't fine. all that. It just wasn't very memorable. I can't, yeah. I don't even have any notes on it. I don't think. And that's, and, and it, sh- it kind of should have been memorable. It felt like it was going to be. Yeah. I mean, Dante, I liked seeing Dante Martin get the shit stretched out of him by, by yeah. Brian Daniels. That's the one thing I do remember. Right. It's just him getting just like he was in Stu Hart's dungeon, man. Yeah. Also this week, I don't remember who said it, but it was, um, okay, I do. It was when Rapungi Vice was challenging FTR for the mm-hmm. ROH titles um, at Double or Nothing, which is going to happen now. And they said Brett, Brett would have done it. Yeah. And there's still that possibility that Brett Hart could show up now that we've discovered that uh, the deal with WWE isn't a full contract. Like, it's not covering everything. They right. could He could potentially show up here at Double or Nothing for the Owen Hart finals. Yeah. Well, the so the FTR Rapongi Vice match is actually going to be on Dynamite. On oh, Wednesday. my bad, my yeah. bad. So, That's but that would better. be a great way if Brett were coming in. That'd be a great way, you know, yeah. just have him come in on Wednesday and appear in their corner, and then be like, "I'm going to be there Sunday to present the uh, Owen trophy." That would be fantastic. I, I did like that. That'll be a fun match. I also, as we get into the preview stuff, I liked. I like them having big matches on the Wednesday and Friday before the pay-per-view. Yeah. Like whoever's not going to be on the card, like put it, put your biggest matches that people aren't on the card yeah. on those matches. They had a terrible run of um, major pay-per-views with terrible go-home shows. And as we're about to break down these, the go-home dynamite and rampage. Yeah. These are pretty good shows. Yeah. They have they have reasons to have them. It feels like, you know, we've talked about it when they had um, the uh, Battle of the Belt specials, you know, yeah. to make it championship week. And they did last time. And I, yeah. I think it's cool to do that, like, especially when they have a three night run in the same place. Yeah. You know, like that's going to be super hot. I know the people who are going to all three of those shows is mm-hmm. probably not, you know, the majority. Yeah. Some are know. already there. Yeah, some are already there, but but I like the idea of giving them something that has a beginning and an end, and it's not just you know three you know, like a cycle. You know, I like giving doing the ROH title match. You know, I wish that they had done the you know maybe do a TNT title match on Friday or something. Yeah. You know, Vegas always seems special when you're there, and. It always feels like a big deal, whatever you're going there for. And I think this is going to be a great week. I think there's going to be yeah. that that feeling in the air of this is special. The fact mm-hmm. we're back after COVID has kept us out of – kept Double or Nothing out of Vegas for two years in a row. Yeah. Maybe – yeah, two years. Uh, this is going to be a big week. I mean, we've got we've got the Owen semifinals. We've got Samoa Joe, Kyle O'Reilly, and a built-in story ready for that. Mm-hmm. Tony Storm versus Britt Baker – it feels like that's a match they were building to on the pay-per-view because they've been building to Tony Britt for a while right. and it's happening. It feels like it Wednesday. should be the final. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like one of those it's kind of like one of those years where like the AFC title match is the real Super Bowl, you know. Exactly, and you know whoever takes that yeah. is going all the way. 
Um, Hangman versus Punk is gonna be is gonna be super hot. Yeah. Um, Sean Spears was Wardlow in the steel cage with MJF. Another one that yeah. feels like it's on the pay per view and is not on right. the pay per view. That's going to be interesting because you know we talked about them doing MJF having like the set plays. Yeah. And so far they've been totally mirroring the Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Feud of what he had to go through to get MJF. So what I'm wondering is, does Wardlow do a moonsault off the top of the cage like Cody did? Oh, onto both of them. That's what I'm going to be looking for. does a moonsault onto both of them. Yeah. Because that's really what this but then is. How does he win? That's that's always the thing. Like it, they really are do have a point where I'm like, okay, he's in the cage. MJF. Maybe, maybe it's a simple thing that when the referee gets knocked out, they send in another ref. Maybe, maybe that's what happens. I don't know. I'm looking forward to the story they're going to tell because I know they yeah. have one. I know they've so got a good far, one they've planned out. out. Park every time. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's no reason to doubt them, especially with this one. Yeah. Let's see. Then FTR versus Rapungi Vice. I'm crazy excited for that yeah. one. I'm really. That's going to be so good. I liked um, um, the you know they they accepted the match and I did like the we mentioned it the line where he said I knew I know Brett would accept it. Yeah. F, uh, Dax on a Twitter. Um, so, uh, uh, what's his name? Rocky Romero. Yeah. You know, had a, had a hashtag of like, what would Brett do? Was it two T's? Thing. And he stole it with two T's. Oh. And, and, and Dax said, well, now I'm going to have to beat your ass. Cause you misspelled Brett. Dax is surprised. You know, when they do this year's AEW awards, if they still do that, that Twitter follow. Yeah. That not, that, that not Nia Jax, that uh, neither Rose won. Yeah. Dax is yeah, a, pretty a pretty good, good follow. follow. He's a yeah, real he good follow, man. Um, let's see. Both say they want the yeah. Both say they want the IWGP IWGP titles before, which Rapungi Vice has held numerous times. Yeah, I they've only had the junior titles though. Oh, that's right. They haven't yeah, had the they've full. They've never had titles. the heavyweights. So what oh, I'm wondering is if this match is going to lead to whichever team winning getting one of them getting a. Uh, IWGP tag title match at Forbidden, Forbidden Door. Door. Yeah. That would be great. And then I don't even know who the champions are right now. I think it's some kind of weird bullet club combination, like Chase. I, I think you're right. I think you're I think I saw something about them winning not too long ago, but I could be completely yeah. wrong. And then Jungle Boy Swerve versus Ricky Starks. This could that's be a five be star match. Yeah, that could be. Could be. And we haven't you know what? We haven't had like that AEW patented five star free TV match in a while. That's true. I doubt it's going to be this one, but it could be. Yeah. Same, actually, same for FTR, Rapungi Vice, but I doubt they'll have the time because there's so much else going on. Yeah, it'll be good though. I mean, it'll be yeah, that'll be a good match. Then Chris Statlander, Ruby Soho on Rampage. I I realized like Ruby has been hot lately. Ruby, they probably are planning for Ruby to win this. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, I still want Statlander to get like, she's already been to the title picture though. There's not a need yeah. to put her right back there. Right. Um, Ruby's been hot. I, th I feel like Ruby's going to, going to win this. I think Ruby will win it too, which is kind of a shame because it's like, I just you want to put over this Statlander reboot of Statlander. Game. Yeah. You want her to be pushed. And, but remember this is what we have to remember two things. I actually just, Number one, what would they have done with the Karushita? Because ostensibly, Chris is just going to go exactly where they were going to have right. Shida go. 
Right. So if Sheeta was going to win this, they're probably having Chris win this. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, I acted like AEW responds to heat, and they don't. As in, yeah, they 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 realized, oh my god, um, Thunder Rose is super hot. Let's put the title on her a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> if Ruby so like Ruby Soho is right. her wrestling is so much better than it has been in a while. You'll get the reaction to that in six months to a year, which right. I think is problematic. It's one of the more problematic things in AW, along with like Swerve comes in. He's super hot. Let's throw him in some tag teams with another guy that's super hot. Right. Everybody wants to see in singles competition. Yeah. They take forever to make moves. For Who knows? Maybe this is, uh, you know, them just paying off her being super over last August. Yeah, that might be. That's true. That's a good point. Um, all right, let's break down this double or nothing card. Which are, what, what are the matches you're the most excited about? There's so many matches. They just added like four like this okay. week. So uh, the hook, Tony Nese, yeah. Mark Sterling, that's a buy-in. Yeah. I've got to think a couple more of these are going to be on the buy-in because they did three matches last time. Yeah. Let's see. I could see Sammy Ty versus Scorpio Paige Van Zant being on the buy-in. Mm-hmm. Because Patriots aren't based in Las Vegas. Does she Austin. live in Vegas? Okay. Austin. But um, Paige, she's so huge in Vegas. Yeah. And I think Paige Van Zandt is such a recognizable face. I would want her on the free show, on the buy-in to get people to buy the pay-per-view. Okay. Yeah. I don't maybe know. Or maybe because the thing is, if, if you were really going to push the pay-per-view with her, you would have started doing that a month ago, saying right. she would have been the first match I would have announced. And since yeah. they haven't, if she's in this. Yeah, it seems like what they're doing is hedging their bets, ironically. Like, I had yeah. written down here that it's either it's probably either Sammy and Tay versus Scorpio and Paige, or they could also do Sammy and Kazarian against Ethan and Scorpio. And I don't know if they do that on pay-per-view. They might just do that on TV. But yeah. Like, it feels like they kind of, I don't know if they're like uncertain whether Paige is going to be ready or do it. You know what? But yeah, let's go over this. This whole thing's a mess though. This whole program. Oh my God. Hangman versus punk. Yeah. Definitely on the pay-per-view. Definitely. Rosa deep. Definitely on the pay-per-view. Yep. Tag title match. Definitely on the pay-per-view. Yep. J- so do we know it's Jade Cargill versus Anna J? Yes, they announced it was on Rampage. That is ridiculous. Anna J came out. Uh, she came after, out, and saved them. There, that's yeah, insanity. So now, and so, literally, the literally after that, the the angle was Jade was so mad at Anna J that she challenged Anna to a title match on Double or Nothing, and they announced it. That makes that was, no sense. Yeah, Anna no, is not ready. She's already that's beaten garbage. her. Yeah, there's there's literally no reason to do it. Also, I watched I watched all that. I somehow missed it. Also, they are now admitting on air, like they, they are recognizing Excalibur for being, being the fastest read. Yeah, <laughs> like some right. of those things are literally getting by me every week. Yeah. So, the Owen finals are definitely on the pay per view. Yeah. Wardlow and Jeff definitely on the pay per view. Young Bucks yep. definitely on the pay per view. Yep. Jericho definitely on the pay-per-view. The JS yep. versus, you know. So everyone. maybe Death Triangle, House of Black on the pre-show. That's what I'm seeing. I think that's pre-show. And They've done it before. Maybe and it's kind of crazy. Tag? What's that? Maybe the mixed tag. Would you like have Paige Van Zandt in just to do a 
I want to watch Paige Van Zandt. They, yes, you don't need to ask me that question. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, well, you I, yeah. I always want to watch Paige Van Zandt. <laughs> You're like no, my we, roommate. You're like my roommate when I uh, before I got married. His, he was like, "There's two rules in this house. One is the rent is due on the first day of the month. The second mm-hmm. rule is if there's an option for cheese, yes, cheese." Gotta have cheese. Yeah. So you're like that with Paige. We'd say. <laughs> exactly. So to me, if you're going to have Paige, you would have announced it by now. I would think so. Yeah. And so I'm maybe I don't but want right. this if to go to the next on... pay-per-view or, or, or I don't want no, this to go longer. Because right, she needs to be in Vegas. Yeah. She needs to be in Vegas. Okay. So one, two, I'm going to count the matches that are definitely on the pay-per-view. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven, eight. I don't know about Anna J. I could put that one on the on the the pre on the yeah pre show. Sure. Yeah. So then, I don't know, man. Like when I was a when I was watching WCW back in there, there were there were usually nine matches on a paper. Mm-hmm. There were always mm-hmm. nine. I remember that. I may be wrong, people. This may be the cr- the cruncher moment of the week. I remember there were always being nine. <laughs> But AEW's gone to like thirteen in the last couple. Of, they've they've gone wild. Let me look up. Uh, and listen, we talked about after the last show. We talked about with Jeff Hawkins, and we talked about it with Paul. We were all dead at the end of that show. Oh We've yeah, been watching wrestling for five hours. That's right. And it was too much. And they've done that multiple pay per views in a row. This is telling me they haven't learned that lesson yet. And we're going to all have to be slapping ourselves on the face during the punk match to get ready for the main event. As in at the beginning of the main event. Okay. So Revolution had 12 matches, including the pre-show matches. Okay. That's what what they have here. So it looks like it's going to be the same thing. Probably nine on the show. Are you including the, the mixed tag in that? I am. Okay. So, and we don't know that for sure. Yeah, we don't know that for sure. All right, this week should have been on Dynamite. I've been on the road. I, I haven't. I haven't seen anything. Now, mm-hmm. tell me what I should. Tell me what I need to go back and watch right now. Um, if you're into the New Japan crossover stuff, this is the week that Dark had. Um, oh, LA okay. Dojo match, five on five match, LA Dojo against the Factory. You get to see all the LA Dojo stars. Okay. Uh, it wasn't like an amazing match, but it was just cool to see yeah. uh, that mix. And then also Wheeler Yuta had a pure title defense against Josh Woods. And he's, but he's, he's done that before, I think. Yeah, he's done it before. But it was cool to see a pure, pure rules match on that was the match. little studio. It was good. Uh, the thing I liked about it was, you know, when you would do like a, like Josh Woods or um, Jonathan Gresham, when they would do the pure rules, mm-hmm. like they were like the master of that match. Kind of thing, and the Wheeler Yuta match was interesting because it's like he hasn't mastered that match yet. So Josh Woods was the more experienced one. So like he's he's like chewing up the rope breaks. That's a good story and stuff. And it was yeah, it was a cool little story. Um, I just realized we missed a match. We did missed a Big Demo versus Sean Spears. Oh, that's a year ago. I I didn't know who Big Demo was. A year ago, I didn't. And so I think most people did not know who he was. Yeah. And he looks completely different. And they advertised him as a giant. Right. He's a big dude. Right. But he's not a giant. No. Like he was not. barely taller than Sean Spears. Yeah. 
that was poorly advertised. Yeah, that was not the best. I no. I think I actually wonder if a lot of people thought that was um oh, what was his name? The dude that was a monster in WWE for a while. It was going to get called up and then he had Oh yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like he kept no showing. He kept no showing of yeah. And he had like a big hairy bald guy. Yeah, did he have like oh, a German type blank name? On his name. I can't, Lars. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Lar- I don't remember. Lars. Say Lars Ulrich, which is not correct. <laughs> no. <laughs> not Lars Von different Trier. match. Yeah. yeah. Neither of those. Ne- yeah, Both neither of them would be great heels. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Keep keep going on should have been on Dynamite. Okay. This was uh, something. Speaking of uh, Dax Harwood on Twitter, he he tweeted this match to, to spread it around. It was a match of FDR, FDR with Mick Foley in their corner. Versus Griff Garrison and Marcus Cross. I've never seen Marcus Cross before, I don't think. Okay. It's been on dark. Uh, with Bill Barons, the former NWA president, in their corner at an indie show called the Patriotic Wrestling Federation in a high school gym in York, South Carolina. It looked to me like there were maybe 250 people in there. Yeah. In Dave Meltzer's report, he said it was 625. That I don't buy it. That's reported it was 625. Like, Heavily papered. Was, yeah. It was a high school gymnasium show, just like the yeah. classic high school gym show. And you would have thought that FDR thought it was double or nothing. They worked their tails off. My One of my life goals is, has been for a few months now. I want to see FTR in a high school gymnasium somewhere. Yeah, I really do. It was awesome. I mean, it was a great match. Um, it had a lot of shenanigans after the match. So, I mean, it was just a, you know, the, the match itself was not near as long as the YouTube video, but like Cash Wheeler had a hot tag in that match that was just insane. So, uh, you get to see Griff Garrison work as a heel, which I was, was about to ask who were the heels. Yeah. Yeah. Griff Garrison and Marcus Cross were the heels. I could see Griff um, working well as a heel. Yeah. He was pretty good. He has kind of a face I could hate, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I could like yeah. nothing against the guy. Yeah. But I could see that. He reminded me of like a brood era edge. You know, with his hair flying around everywhere. That's a big uh, But man, they were just like, you, this is the year of FTR. You know, they're just firing on cylinders. They're loving life. You know, they're just, you can't just not love pro wrestling when you watch FTR. You want to know who's not loving life right now? Who's that? Our producer, Garrett Gonzalez, because I have not plugged anything in this whole episode. We're an hour 13 <laughs> and I plugged nothing. I, I haven't we talked were... about patreon.com slash fight game media and yeah. all the things you get there for $5. I haven't even talked about our special show coming up, uh, coming up this week. Yeah. Looking forward, looking ahead to AEW double or nothing. When is that going to happen? Give them the details, Kevin. I believe we're planning on Tuesday evening. I think, uh, it'll be on YouTube. Okay. Uh, so we'll just have to see. I know everybody's kind of getting their stuff together. Paul is traveling to uh, Vegas, right? To Vegas on Wednesday. He's going to be there for all three shows. I'm going Saturday. Is Paul um, driving? I don't know the answer to that. Because like the fact he drove, I don't think he can get. I don't think he can get from Winnipeg to Las Vegas in one day. No. No, yeah. the fact he dro- drove from Winnipeg to WrestleMania to Dallas in, yeah. in Dallas, like that was wild. Yeah. And he is just a machine if he's driving this this trip as well. 
I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, because he was. Okay. Yeah, he might be flying. He, he, you know, he drove because it was Emily's trip. That's why he drove That's that right. one. So right. this, yeah. this time so he's all go. flying. Yeah. So this time this is going to be boom goes the dynamite YouTube Tuesday evening. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm going to be ready for it. Let's hope I have enough power on my 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 Wi-Fi hotspot. Do it. (laughs) If not, I can just get on it through my phone. Like I'll be there no matter what. Um, And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be super fun. I'm I'm really excited for double or nothing. I don't know when I'm getting there just yet. Hopefully I'll know that very soon, maybe by Tuesday night. And um, oh, wow, yeah, I'm no, I won't be there by Tuesday night. Maybe oh, I'll know by Tuesday, Tuesday night, night. You'll know okay. when I'll get there. Yeah, definitely yeah. not Tuesday night. Being this is my tomorrow's my first day at the new job. That's right. So I'm. This is going to be. A, I am excited because this is going to be a great week for AEW yeah. wrestling. One of the most exciting this year. Um, from me, from Kevin Ely, from everybody here at Fight Game Media. Have a great week, everybody, and we're going to be back. We're going to see you again on Tuesday, and then we're going to be back recording this show the night of Double or Nothing or maybe the next morning. So catch you back here next Monday, everybody. Have a good one.